sisters. Welcome to Conspiracy Sisters. My name is Taryn. I'm Amanda. And this week we are discussing the Flat Earth. Yay. Um, so I think we should start with like a disclaimer. Um, you and I, I, at least I don't believe the Earth is flat. Do you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So we are on the side of science, you and I. Absolutely. Um, we're just talking about like why why do some people believe the earth is flat? I don't understand this. Um also, um we were talking yesterday, you you and I, um, and I wanted to make sure that people realize that just because the podcast is called Conspiracy Sisters and we talk about conspiracies and things like that doesn't mean that we are discrediting people's um like real experiences like the people in flint michigan really are going through this shit they really do have lead poisoning in their water and the conspiracy of it is that the government was trying to cover it up they were trying to pretend like nothing was wrong and so just because we have one episode where we talk about fucking bigfoot doesn't (laughs) mean that our bigfoot episode is on the same seriousness level as like Flint, Michigan, or um, child sex trafficking or something. Like, we we know the difference. We know what's real and what's not. And um, hopefully our listeners do as well. <laughs> I would like to think so. I like to think that our listeners are... Mom, stop texting bear. me. <laughs> Sorry, phone, she keeps put your phone on, interrupting um, the pod. Um, do not disturb <laughs> the pod. She is our number one fan, so she can text you as much as she wants. It's true. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get into this. I, I don't have a lot written down, but I, there's a couple points that I also want to touch on, um, that are slightly related to flat earth. Okay. Um, so do you want to go ahead and start then? Sure. I have several pages. This is the first episode (laughs) I have made a separate word document for. Like I first started just making like a whatever Google doc for like all of our episodes. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like 35 fucking pages long after like 15 episodes. (laughs) So now I was like, all right, now I can finally guilt-free make each episode like five pages long. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) A brief history lesson in our spherical earth and those who doubt it. So Let's just start at the very, very beginning. The earliest documentation of a spherical Earth comes from ancient Greece in the 5th century BC. It wasn't, like, widely accepted. People didn't really know what was going on. Um, But that was, like, kind of the first time that we, that humanity discovered or, you know, kind of hypothesized that it could possibly be round. And by the Middle Early Ages, or and by the Early Middle Ages, which is between 700 and 1500 AD, it was widely accepted as a sphere. So this has been, like, a while now that <laughs> people have accepted this fact. Mm, God damn it, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Quit texting. Sorry, Mom. God bless you. No, she's <laughs> talking about that fucking murder hornet, isn't she? <laughs> she caught a Japanese Probably. murder hornet. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it really caught. Is. It was already wounded. She just scooped it up. <laughs> she wasn't, like, chasing it around. <laughs> anyway throughout the years there have been various authors and philosophers who peddle the idea of flat earth and um it's typically like a religion versus science-based kind of argument but since nasa became a thing it's kind of more just like a government conspiracy argument um so most recently the idea was popularized by or not most not most recently, but like the first person mm-hmm. to kind of bring it back uh, or to bring it up in the first place was um, Samuel Robothman. Um, he lived in like the mid 1800s. He wrote a pamphlet for the Zeta Tech Astronomy Society. Sure. 
Am I saying that correctly? Did you come across I, that word? I did. And I think that is how you pronounce it. Um, so this pamphlet then turned into a like full length book called Earth, Not a Globe. No commas or anything. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Earth, Not um, a Globe. It's all one word. I don't know if it's like Earth, colon, not a globe. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, stating that Earth is a flat disk centered at at the North Pole and bounded along the southern edge by Antarctica, which is just a wall of ice. I'm thinking of like the North in Game yes. of Thrones, right? Okay. That's what I thought of too, the the wall of ice. Right, sure. So this guy came up with that idea in like the 1800s. So I wonder if like, what was, oh, what is the author's name? R.R. No. You okay. know who? Uh, Whatever, the guy that wrote Game of Thrones. I wonder if he was inspired oh, by this. Oh, uh, George R.R. R. Martin. That's it. I was like, R.R. R.R. He's got some letters in there. Um, so, uh, continents and this... Oh, it states that the sun and moon were 32 miles in diameter each. And the sun is 3,000 miles above the Earth. And the moon is 2,500 miles above the Earth, making it, you know... That's wait. not how... The other it... way. The other okay. way around. Sorry. The moon... No, wait. no, you're fine. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, there... I mean, okay, so the theory <laughs> is that the Earth is a flat circle, mm-hmm. right? Correct. And in the center is a block of ice where the North Pole is. The Allegedly. Continents, yes, the continents are laid out around it. Yep. And then on the very edge of the circle is your wall of ice, which would be the South Pole, Antarctica. Correct. And then there's a dome surrounding the whole thing, which is like our atmosphere. Yes. However, the Earth or the Moon and the Sun are inside this dome, right? I'm not sure. Is the dome is like sometimes they say there is a dome, sometimes there isn't. Okay. Um. So I that is kind of up to speculation. I don't really know. There's a lot of things they like don't really agree upon. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, considering they can't fucking prove any of it, it's like just a constant, constant argument. Yes. Um. But yes, just like you were saying, like imagine it's like a lamp with like two ends, and one end has the moon on it, the other end has the sun on it, and it like rotates in a circle. And okay. so one side of this disc is going to be covered with the sun and the other side will be covered with the moon and that kind of proves day and or explains how day and night happen whatever does that kind of make sense yeah but they're saying that the moon and sun are only 32 miles in diameter um so once uh samuel robothman passed away in 1884 uh lady elizabeth blount established the universal zeta tech society um which published magazines and journals well into the 20th century essentially they tried to combine holy scriptures based on practical scientific investigation i don't know can't have both um Mm -hmm. so samuel shenton from england is the successor of the universal zeta tech society and he created the international flat earth research society in 1956 um throughout his life he did many lectures especially um (laughs) he liked teaching like children's classes because they were always like more open-minded and like susceptible to his ideas but it's also like oh for fuck's sakes of course like it's easy to like mold the minds of children right um and do you remember when we were we were in middle school or whatever and they were telling us about you know when columbus was like i'm gonna go sail and try to make my way around and end up in india and you know he ended up in the americas um and we were told that the government was telling him that he wasn't he can't do that because the earth was flat like oh it's not gonna work you'll just fall right off the side of the earth yeah, that wasn't even a fucking thing. They were telling him not to do it because it was too expensive. They weren't telling him not to do it because it the Earth is flat, and they were worried he was going to die. They they it was widely believed at the time that the Earth was spherical, and they're like, I mean, sure. They just didn't realize that there was another fucking continent over there. Right. Interesting. That he would bump into. I um, okay. I feel like I remember this being like a myth that they believed. Right, and it's like, why were we widely taught this as children? Like we, it was clearly not true. Right. Maybe they got the timeline wrong or something. Who the fuck knows? Well, we also went to fucking Amazon. (laughs) Wasn't the maybe best public education. Um, Take what we can get. There was only one in like a hundred mile radius. Um, So... Where was I? Oh, um, so he's uh, this Samuel Shenton began releasing journals and writings about his beliefs. He also uh, began speaking on television about the upcoming space launch uh, in NASA. 
Um, so in December, these are literally just thing, like quotes that I took from him off of Wikipedia. <laughs> so in December 1968, during the Apollo 8 mission, Shenton admitted, quote, if they show us a very clear picture of the Earth from space and the picture does not show all of the continents and the edge of the picture is out of perspective, then that would prove that the Earth is round. Until then... Until anything. then, <laughs> we shall continue fighting to prove the Earth is flat. So on later, Apollo 8 did just that and took those photos. And he said, quote, that's where those Americans and Russians are so damned cunning. For some reason or other, they obviously want us to think the world is round. Some of the pictures have probably been blatantly doctored. Uh, studio shots, probably. <laughs> like, what? what is the purpose of that? Like, they, they're, the, a lot of flat earthers are like, oh, well, we're like, in this dome and we're some kind of science experiment to something bigger than us and it's like if we are why wouldn't why would the government be trying to fucking cover it up i I mean like we know that the government likes to cover shit up but like who would benefit from that exactly so there's a couple i'll get into it there's a few um (laughs) a few reasons a few you know thoughts and ideas they have um so following apollo 11 he added quote the astronauts are hypnotized into believing that they go into space even with their training those chaps wouldn't have the nerve to be fired off on top of an explosive a rocket and the lack of observations they bring back is negligible all right okay that's also not true because (laughs) there have been astronauts who have literally been shot into the atmosphere and it blows up and they die right it's not always successful They, they know there's a risk they understand that Totally. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, like, this is who we're dealing with. So, so, (laughs) so, uh, Shenton passed away in 1971 and Charles Johnson took over the organization. Like there's always someone, you know, much Mm -hmm. like Scientology. It's always going to be someone there. Um, by this time they had, they only had a few hundred members. They were charging between six and $10 annually for, um, a publication, a quarterly publication. It was only a four page tabloid, uh, titled flat earth news. Um, Johnson cited the Bible for his beliefs and saw scientists as pulling a hoax, which would replace religion with science. And I just have here, would that be a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought that our beliefs were supposed to be like proven, like scientific fact, not biblical theory. But mm. here we are in 1971. Um, Johnson died in 2001 claiming that they had, he had, uh, raise their membership to 3,500 members. Okay. So Daniel Shenton, coincidentally not related to what? the previous founder, um, Samuel, we have Daniel, yes, uh, relaunched the society in 2009. And do you want to guess? I watched a video. Um, it was a National Geographic video. And they went to like um, – kind of like a just a little park gathering it wasn't like a full-on convention there were maybe like 100 people there um and they stated how many people in america believe the earth is flat do you want to take a guess do you know did you see this statistic i think i did they said two percent but out of the number of americans it's quite a few 6.5 million people yes two percent of americans like isn't that that's unbelievable like that, that is many people crazy. well i mean have you ever spoken to a fellow american <laughs> <laughs> and asked them like, that's true so hey do you know this thing do about you... science the thing and... is though they're a lot like vegetarians in the way that like they will just approach anyone and talk to them about it you know what i'm saying like they want to argue with anyone right like, i mean do you... <laughs> if you've ever met a vegan you know they're a vegan mm-hmm. they will let you know same Absolutely. thing with flat earthers they will let Absolutely. you know I mean, it's the same thing with, like, like me. Oh, I have a podcast. <laughs> a man is in a cult of some sort. Call your dad! <laughs> I mean, I... Right. <laughs> I love quoting the murder girls. Um, so, no, I mean, anytime I meet anybody, I, I like to... You know, I like to start off with, like, so do you have a ghost story? And then I tell them about a podcast. <laughs> and Do you believe in aliens? Like, of course, I'm going to talk about that shit. It's fun. And it's not like, I'm not always like serious about it, though. I'm not like, I'm a flat earther. This is true. I need to convert you. It's like, like, well, do you you believe in ghosts? Or like, why or why not? Like, I'm I'm curious to see what other people think. Like, exactly. It is very interesting, for sure. Am I that much of a weirdo compared to other people? Who knows? Um, So, (laughs) live your life. (laughs) YOLO. Um, so moving on to other prominent flat earthers. Oh boy. Uh, Mark Sargent. 
he is the main character in the documentary behind the curve uh along with his <laughs> that's a good one watch wanna... that if you want to watch <sighs> any documentary about flat earth watch behind the curve because it's just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's on netflix <laughs> yep. along with his wannabe girlfriend Pat- patricia steer um she's so they another, aren't like, together i don't think so um Ooh. he's hard to catch I think it's the other way around. I think she's like, hard to catch. Yes. He like very clearly is in love with her and she's Aww. kind of standoffish. It's a love um, story. I mean, did you know there's a flat earth dating site? Because they were like, it's just so hard to get along with people who don't have the same beliefs as you. I'm like, well, yeah, when you're that <laughs> fucking specific, like, I mean, I guess it's not that specific. 2% of Americans believe yeah. it. I wonder, that is one thing I did not look into. Um, and I have it on here a little bit later. So forgive me if I repeat myself, but like China and Russia both have like pretty prominent space agencies. I feel like there are several other countries that do as well. Are Do a lot of their, does anyone else in the world, I know there is like a Canadian Flat Earth Society, but like, is there any other like culture in the world that believes this? Really? I don't know <laughs> if they're quite as like organized as they are here. Mm-hmm. There might be, like, a few people who are like, yeah, you know, it makes more sense to me that the Earth would be flat. But I don't think that they have, like, fucking conventions and shit. I don't know. Sure. I could be wrong. Um. All right. So, back to Mark Sargent. Mm-hmm. He, in his early years, he was a video game and software designer. He originally tried to discredit the idea of the flat Earth. Um, but then he began watching flight patterns was when he was, like, really sold. And that he realized that over the course of a few weeks, planes never left the edge of the maps, proving that the Earth was flat because they were not able to go, like, around the globe. But it's, like, total bullshit because they literally had, like, this scientist just open. She's like, okay, well, this is, like, one of their experiments. Like, let's just, like, open up, you know, American Airlines and Mm -hmm. look at their flight patterns. She's, like, very clearly you can see them, like, flying off the map. Like, this is a stupid experiment. Um, And, like, science is more complicated than most people understand. Yeah. So, like, I did see this other experiment where they're, like, oh, bring, like, a, a carpenter's level on a plane yeah and you will see that if the earth was round then it would you know the um nose of the plane would constantly be having to go point downward a little bit to like go around the curvature of the earth and you if you take a level on a plane the bubble is going to stay in the center the whole time which proves that the earth is flat and it's like okay but that's not that doesn't prove anything like that's not how fucking science works that's like no, the because earth, you're in like a craft is so that is big. yes the earth is so fucking big that the curve isn't like it's such a slight amount of curvature because the earth is so right. massive like right i don't think they understand <laughs> i know i wonder how big they think the earth is that's not something that i came across it's um... three miles long <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, it's probably not a stretch. So he believes that we discovered that the Earth was flat, like, in the 1950s, and that's why they developed NASA. They wanted to, like, kind of get ahead of the mass discovery of this new fact and continue convincing everyone that it's a globe. Because he says that, like, the government doesn't think we could, like, handle such a, like, existential like idea of the fact that we no longer live on a globe like we just you know kind of like aliens we just wouldn't be able to handle it the public can't like handle this type of information um so that's one of the reasons why they think that the government's lying to us um he doesn't seem to have like a super religious undertone to his beliefs um he does state in that national geographic video that i watched that he believes that the earth was created and that we are not evolved monkeys flying through space on a ball Uh, One of his friends, David Gordon, is the founder of the Church of the Flat Earth in 2019. Oh, no. Are they tax exempt, too? They're not. So they said that they're not trying to do it for tax exemption. They don't own, like, any property or, like, practice any, like, services necessarily. They just said that they were kind of trying to make it to where their opinion wasn't criticized. So I think the big breaking point was, like, when Facebook started blocking their ads because they were, like, fake news. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, no, like, this is truly our belief. If we make it a religion, then Facebook can't block our ads. I'm like, Jesus Christ almighty. So people are going to be making, like, the 
those ridiculous claims saying that it's their religion. So Facebook is forced to show the <laughs> show their oh, no. bunk ass information. So I mean, technically they are a religion. I don't really know if that has changed anything when it comes to like their social media presence or anything. I I don't know. That's rough, man. <laughs> right? Um so he believes that society perpetuates fraud and doesn't want people to think independently. He questions gravity, evolution, the existence of dinosaurs, and the fact that the Dark Ages ever happened. He says, quote, It all came together with the flat earth thing. We're told to deny our senses. Science, or as we term it, scientism, is its own religion in which you must believe, period. You must believe the Big Bang, everything they tell us. Otherwise, you're a crazy fool. Okay. Um, here are some interesting beliefs that they have. Here we go. Ready? Jumping in. Leading, Jumping in. <laughs> leading flat earth theory says that the earth is a disc with an Arctic circle in the center, uh, with the North Pole in the center and Antarctica is a 150 foot wall of ice around the rim. Um, some say there is a dome. We've already gone over this shit and mm-hmm. the sun and moon are very small. Um, for some reason, they believe the government is teaching us false information to conceal the true nature of the universe. Um, it could possibly be greed related. That's another thing that they say. Um, one flat earth organization proposes that space agencies are quote, most likely motivated by greed and using only some of their funding to continue fake space travel. Um, fake space travel saves a lot of money to embezzle for themselves. So they're saying that it's like cheaper to say, Oh, it costs, you know, however million dollars a pound Mm -hmm. to send something to space. But in the meantime, they're not, they, they essentially are just like a video production company. Um, why, why would they, I don't know. Because they're trying to like, they're saying that they're trying to like embezzle money. All right. Sure. Another one of, their uh, organization says, in a nutshell, it would logically cost much less to fake a space program than to actually have one. So those in on the conspiracy profit from fun- the funding NASA and other space agencies receive from the government. Um, but I mean, have you ever like had a group of friends and told them to keep a secret? Like, yes, and that's another thing that I get into as fucking well. People, yes, definitely. You would have to be like sworn to secrecy. Oh my god. Yes, they okay. said that there were over a hundred thousand people working on the first moon landing. Or on, oh well, I guess god. it's the only moon landing. Um so that's um Yes, they do not believe in outer space or that anyone has ever been there. Uh, They claim photographic evidence can too easily be edited or altered to give the appearance of around Earth. And according to um, that Netflix documentary we were talking about, Mm -hmm. it would be nearly impossible to keep this under wraps considering there are over 100,000 people that were involved in the space launch. So there's like no way. Um, And if you also think about it, everyone, people in the Navy, people in the Air Force, pilots, people like cartographers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I mean, they would all have to, like, lie to just, like, travelers. You know what I mean? There's just no way. Like, I mean, all right. So they, (laughs) some of them believe that the moon is a projection, which also kind of feeds into, like, they reference that Jim Carrey movie, The Truman Show, a lot. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. It's such a a good good movie. Yes. Um, If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It never gets bad. Um, (laughs) They compare it to the CGI projection in that movie and claim that the government is using it to trick us into thinking that we live on a globe. Um, This is a lot like our simulation theory. Yes. Yeah, it is kind of. Um, Everything around you is a lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely interesting to think of that way. Um, because it also kind of like goes back to their idea of like the creationism thing. They're like, Mm -hmm. there's no way that everything in this world could possibly be as perfect as it is. Like, but it's like, how else could it happen if there were whatever evolved on this planet had to evolve according to the environment around it. It had to be something that could breathe oxygen. Otherwise it wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm. Or it's something that can like turn water into oxygen that like lives in the ocean. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like if they can't survive in this environment, then they don't evolve. Like it, I don't know. The fact that they think something just placed us here is kind of silly. Um, So... Some believe that the Earth is a diamond shape and uh, planes travel with a 4D space-time warp, allowing for a Pac-Man-type reality in which you fly off one side of the Earth and end up on the other. 
The diamond. Like a wormhole? <laughs> yes. The diamond is propped up by seven circular pillars because God likes the number seven. This is obviously proven in the book of Job. 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 Job, Job like from Arrested Development. <laughs> no way. It's spelled J-O-B, not Gob. <laughs> yeah, but it's pronounced the same. So, All right. Okay, um, well, we can't we can't um turn to the Bible for science and proven facts. So that that's not where you go to look for answers. Well, this is a this is a combination theory, Amanda. That's where we come. Uh, um, so Antarctica is a giant wall. These are other beliefs that they have. So Antarctica is a giant wall of ice. Think Game of Thrones. It holds in the ocean and protects us from whatever lies beyond. This is from their wiki page. So what lies um, beyond? <laughs> if the Earth is just a disk, if that's it, what's on the I don't other know. side? So they. That's what I'm saying, dude. They can't really prove anything. So like some of them think there is no such thing as space. Some of them think space is a projection some of them think that the stars are on like a separate plane um like a couple hundred miles like above the moon and the sun like they all have like different beliefs they can't ever get on the same fucking page because i feel like they just can't prove anything and i mean thankfully thankfully no one is like really funding them but like some people are they do have some gofundmes and there's um, a few celebrities and like professional athletes and stuff that are in the flat earth too so yes. I'm sure they they can help sponsor their bullshit. Right. And the scary thing about that is like I watched uh, or no, I read an article and there was this woman in she worked at like some college in Arizona and she was like helping to revamp their um like space and planetarium whatever um department and um, she was just like, you know, the scariest thing about these theories is that we're already getting funding cut in the scientific research mm-hmm. kind of in, like with real scientific research because people don't find the value in science as much as they used to. And she's like, that is kind of like really concerning for us because now it's like she's like, I don't know if these people are necessarily getting any extra funding, but like it's taking away funding from us because people mm-hmm. are like doubting <laughs> like the, the scientific world. Right. And I think I mentioned this in our last episode when we were talking about doing this one, but like being, believing in the flat earth isn't inherently bad. Like believe what you want, whatever the fuck. But if you start disregarding science as a whole, then that's where things can be bad you know yes, then you start absolutely. getting into like anti-vaxxing and um not just not believing science and not believing you know that's you know people who don't believe that COVID-19 is real or that it's just like a, a government conspiracy or something and it's just like no you need to listen to scientists because those are, those are the people especially about like climate change and shit like that like we need to be listening to these people because they're trying to protect the world and if we don't take care of our earth and we don't believe in science then we won't have an earth to live on for much longer so exactly it's it can be very dangerous to i mean if you want to believe the earth is flat or you want to believe that we were created by god rather than evolving from um you know lower level primates or whatever like that's okay i guess but you need to take everything you listen to and everything you read with like a grain of salt and understand that science is real and a lot just because we don't necessarily understand the science doesn't mean that it's not real they can prove it in a scientific way just because you don't understand it because you have an eighth grade education at best doesn't mean (laughs) that it's not true (laughs) like it's i don't know believe what you want but you know listen to science please right i mean at least at least hear them out (laughs) It's so true. And I do understand, you know, it's like question everything. Like I get yeah. it. You know, you don't want to just like take everything that the government says at face value. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, at what point do you draw the line? At some right. point you have to be like, okay, like I'm a fucking, like you, you just think I'm so paranoid. You think everyone's lying mm-hmm. to you about for, uh, for some reason. And it's like, why, why would they have this huge, you know, secret and, I don't know. It just doesn't, there's not like a feasible reason for it. I don't think. Um, All right, let's see. So a couple other beliefs here in order to distinguish the curvature of the earth, they, they say that you would have to be flying at about 60,000 feet above the ground and planes generally fly at about 36,000 feet. 
So they say that you wouldn't be able to tell from that altitude. Like when okay. you've been in a plane before, have you, can you like tell the curvature of the earth? I really don't even know. I don't know if it's something that I've ever really paid attention to. I never get a window seat, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have had a window seat. Um, I honestly just like didn't think to consider it. Like, um, <clears throat> so I mean, even if you just like, like look out at the horizon, like you can see it's, if you turn in a circle, it goes around in a circular, I don't know. It's, right, right. I guess, it's, I guess that doesn't prove anything either. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Amanda. They would disprove you no matter what you said. Um, so <laughs> when people ask flat earthers, all right, so like, is Earth a planet? If it is a planet, th- like, assuming their belief is that all the other planets, Saturn and Mars and whatever, are all circular, why would Earth not also be circular? So one of the questions that they ask flat earthers is um, if you consider all the other planets round, why is earth different? And they say that the ancient Greek meaning of the word planet means wanderer. And so planets are are orbiting objects that wander. And since according to them, earth is apparently the stationary center of our solar system, around which the planets sun and moon orbit it is not considered a planet so it does not have to be a sphere (laughs) okay science i mean that's like (laughs) that's like a very ancient belief was they thought that the earth was the center of the solar system Uh uh-huh almost like a biblical one right yeah and then they realized (laughs) that no the sun is our star and all the planets surround that (laughs) goodness um, let's see here. So, grab- so, so wait, so they Go do ahead. admit that the other planets are spherical, right? I don't know. They all fucking say something different. Some right. of them don't okay. even think that space <laughs> is a thing. Like, all right, I forgot. But- <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I don't know. I really honestly didn't look into like what they think the rest of space looks like around mm-hmm. us. I mean, I really just kind of focused on like the earth itself. I don't right. know. I that mean, would be interesting though. Flat Earth theory, not flat <laughs> Mars theory. <laughs> flat universe. Flat sun. Um, <laughs> the last one I have here is their explanation for gravity. What they say is that Earth is constantly accelerating upward at 32 feet per second squared, causing what we call gravity. And they call it a universal accelerator. Okay. Um, there are some experiments that they did. Uh, there's the Bedford level experiment to, uh, to prove the curvature of the earth or the flatness of the earth, whatever. Um, the Bedford level experiment was done on the Bedford river. Uh, for the first time it was done by our, our boy, Rob Hoffman and uh, our boy. <laughs> in uh, 1838, he was challenged by a prominent scientist of the time named Alfred Wallace in 1870 to recreate the experiment. Um, that was one of the images that I put on that I sent to you. Um, So I tried explaining it yesterday. Let me see if I can explain it better. Essentially, one person stays on the shore and another person is in a boat with like a flag or Mm -hmm. like a mast or something that you can see in the distance. So one person stands on the shore with like a telescope. The other person floats away into the horizon. And the whole thing is that over time you can see the flag or the mast kind of like disappear like inch by inch as it goes seemingly assumingly over the curve of the earth Mm -hmm. Um, it'll disappear because they're going down the curve exactly exactly so um even after seeing this experiment done in person um mark Sargent just blamed the heat and the atmosphere any number of bullshit excuses on why this naturally happened right i saw that yeah they're they're like okay well this clearly proves you know in a very simple scientific way that the earth has a curve to it and he was like "Mm, no i think it's just the heat is like creating some kind of illusion it's like yeah you really won't believe any any kind of science will you (laughs) no exactly exactly and that's why it's very like culty yeah um and they did this in that netflix documentary behind the curve i think they call it um and mm -hmm. they said the same thing they're like oh well this doesn't prove anything it's like no it kind of does it proves you wrong and you're not willing to admit that Right. Absolutely. They, I mean, they won't listen to anything if it disproves their beliefs. Um, And then in, God, in 2018, there's a guy named Mike Hughes. He's just a flat earther. Um, He made a rocket out of scrap metal and launched it from his trailer home. Was he he in it? 
Yes. He managed to get 1,875 feet up before he was forced to deploy his parachutes and he managed to land safely back on Earth. However, that's impressive in itself, though. It is, uh, except (laughs) however, (laughs) his results were inconclusive and he stated that he needed a larger rocket. Um, Unfortunately, he did get the larger rocket, but died as a result while piloting his uh, steam-powered rocket in February 2020. That's so steampunk of him. Isn't it? Um, Yeah, I mean, he he was into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, he died. He died trying to prove what he the cause. really believed in, though. Yeah, and fucking Mark Sargent was like, "Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, I." He's like, "I think it was really worth it to prove our point." And da 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 da. I'm like, he didn't prove anything. Fuck you. You're not the one that died. And his family has to deal with this. Like, right. all right. Oh my god. Um. Oh, Mark Sargent. Can we talk about how he wears those shirts that say, "I am Mark Sargent." <laughs> I am Taryn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like if you're at a flat earther convention, you can clearly spot him. We should buy shirts that say I am Mark Sargent. Some of the guys at the <laughs> office did. I, rem- I remember literally getting a package and the return address was like flatearthsociety.com. I'm like, oh my God, who ordered this? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> right. I wanted to get like a flat earth society t shirt just because I thought it was funny and like quirky, but I don't want to like spend money and support them financially. Like, I, if I could right. just go just on, like, make cu- one. Yeah, maybe I'll just go on like Custom Ink and make one. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Let's see. I so, am Mark Sargent. <laughs> according to one of the physicists in the Beyond the Curve documentary, they said that this is correlation, not causation. Does that make sense? Can you explain what that means? I don't. No, I, don't I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try. Correlation, so, not causation. Yes. So, essentially, what they're saying is their findings correlate with what they say but are not the cause of what they say okay like they're related to their evidence but it is not the reason for their evidence basically what they're saying is that scientific studies are not done expecting certain results and Mm -hmm. many times flat earth experiments are done with the specific intent of proving that the earth is flat rather than being open to any other possible outcome right and we can sit here and break down the scientific method where you're the first step is to hypothesize you're like well i think that this will this experiment will prove that the earth is flat and then at the very end of your experiment you go back to your hypothesis and decide whether or not you proved yourself correct or incorrect and that's how the scientific method works not oh this proved my hypothesis incorrect therefore the experiment was like bunk or it, it didn't work out the way I wanted. And it's like, that that's not how scientific method works. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying their best. I know. Um, so <laughs> my next headline is debunking this shit from skeptic.com. Um, <laughs> their connection to religion. Uh, this is literally just a little blurb that I took from skeptic.com. It says um, flat earth beliefs almost require creationist faith because the flat earth could not be a natural object if such a world existed it could only be an artificial environment construction constructed on purpose and maintained by forces we do not understand left to itself a disc world would collapse under its own gravity forming a sphere like other planets large moons and stars um these beliefs seem to have come have become less religious based since space exploration began um it's now become more of a conspiracy from the government to deceive the public um but how would this even work it's not like america's the only country with a space agency um why would governments all around the world try to deceive civilians what would be the benefit or motivation for lying about the shape of the planet it's like something so ridiculous i mean the motivation for most government cover-ups is money right or i agree um, to protect their status i.e um pedophile rings um you know well we have to murder people so that they it doesn't get out that this other list of people are also pedophiles um anyway but yeah what the fuck are they're not gaining anything financially from telling people that the earth is round and it's not right. the government telling you that the earth is round it's like nasa and like fucking science you know scientific organizations telling you this like what and they're underfunded as it is <laughs> right like well maybe nasa isn't spacex and shit <laughs> Oh God! No, They've yeah, got SpaceX plenty of money. has yeah. Their oh my God, their stock is like crazy high. Because I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure they just did like a, um, oops, um, like a. I know I just clicked something on my, <laughs> on my iPad. 
fuck. Uh, no, they just got like a deal with NASA, I'm pretty sure. So mm. their um their wealth has really skyrocketed. <laughs> Pun <Yeah>. intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. So why this idea does not work. Their beliefs don't align with many scientific phenomena that are explained by our understanding of the Earth assume, assumed as a globe, such as planetary formation, tides, seasonal change, moon phases, plate tectonics, earthquakes, auroras, and magnetic fields and poles. Um, right. None of that would exist if the Earth was not spherical. Correct. <laughs> so if you look at a map of what flat earthers think the continents of the way that flat earthers think the continents are arranged, you realize that flight paths would be completely different than they actually are. Um, one example that they gave on, um, what's it called? Skeptic.com was that if you are flying from the North pole to South, or if you're flying from South America to Australia, you would have to cross over the North pole, which is like not something that happens. Right. Um, because of this, thousands of pilots, captains and, and captains, as well as those in the air force Navy would all have to keep this information a secret from anyone traveling. Right. Um. I mean, they would have to like, if they, they would have to be like, Oh, well, we're going to, this trip is going to take 30 times as long as it needs to, because we have to completely avoid going over the North pole. <laughs> So no one knows. So no one knows that the Earth is actually flat. Like oh that doesn't make God. any fucking sense. No. And I'm I'm gonna post um all those little infographics that you made. I'm gonna put those on the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook and everything, mm-hmm. so people can see like this ridiculous looking map. <laughs> it's so it's very like you know you read like um I don't know like if you read, read Lord of the Rings or whatever. There's usually like a map or something at the beginning yeah. of the book. And it shows, and it's just, like, very fantastical. That's what this reminds me of. It's like, this isn't a real map. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. It reminds me of, like, the old-fashioned, like, oh, my God, when Brian and I, oh, it was really pretty, actually. Like, when we were <laughs> overseas, there were, like, tons of, like, old-world maps and stuff. They oh, that's so, so cool. fucking cool. But, like, they're all so different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They didn't know. Right. Um, it's, it's like, you literally have to just draw what you right. see as you walk. And it's, like, you, it's very distorted and doesn't, it doesn't really look the way it truly is also Absolutely. they didn't the have anything whole... like any aerial cameras or right. anything they could see from the sky they send like... a drone up <laughs> right, right. a um, small aircraft <laughs> and then another thing about like the whole um flat earth experiment where they go over the horizon and mm-hmm. it's like oh well it didn't prove anything and it, but it's like the earth the the surface of the earth isn't itself flat like even as a globe we have mountain ranges we have sure. valleys everything goes up and down it's it's all you know topography and cartography and all these other ographies that i don't know of um right right so it's like just because you you can see just because you can or can't see something in the distance doesn't mean that the earth is flat or curved or whatever it's you know it all depends on like how high or low things are above sea level and shit like that it's there's so many variables do it's you hard know to prove things did you come across anything i don't know i didn't specifically look for it but i didn't see anything about how like how thick do they think this disc is because i feel like they can right. tell how many miles deep like they say that like the deepest point in the ocean is deeper than the tallest mountain on land Jesus. i believe so that. i mean right. I, I don't mean, know that's do hundreds think of it's... miles right like are I don't, we I don't on know. Um, Not hundreds of miles <laughs> are we on a piece of flatbread or are we on like a very thick piece of <laughs> right like a, oh, nice, I don't know. a nice french toast right i don't know <laughs> texas toast i don't know right. um right i didn't i didn't look into that either they I, I mean i'm sure like you said they everybody probably believes something different right because they can't agree on anything um let's see here so also another note on gravity um they say that gravity would not pull everyone towards oh like scientifically speaking gravity would not pull everyone towards the center of the earth at the same rate on a flat earth or pressure and those nearest to the center would be pulled straight down and the further you get from the center you it would pull you like at an angle so those living closest Mm. to the edge or like furthest from the center would be pulled like basically completely horizontal um well do you remember that weird place we went to we were on vacation somewhere wisconsin dells i was thinking about that too i have no fucking idea how that happens i'm sure there's like a reason for it um there's like a a smallish kind of mountain or hill nearby this place and it's got this crazy like magnetic gravitational pull Hmm. and so 
you know, they had like this little ramp and they would put a ball at the bottom of it and the ball would roll up the ramp because of the way that the gravity was. So instead of, you know, you would assume that it would fall down the ramp. Well, it didn't. It went up the ramp. And same thing with like they poured water up it. Um, the water ran upwards instead of downwards. And then they had like experiments where like you you hang on this pull up bar and instead of just hanging straight up and down, your body tilts and you end up at a funky angle mm-hmm. because the gravity is pulling you towards this like mountain. And so, yeah, like gravity, gravity can be different in different parts of the earth. It's very interesting. And it is. Science is magic and witchcraft is real. And here we are on this <laughs> crazy planet known as Earth. On this flat disc. <laughs> on um, this flat disc curling through space. <laughs> um, upward at 32 miles per second squared or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Um, since they claim the moon and the sun are so tiny and close to the Earth, they would be pulled by the Earth's massive gravitational pull and eventually crash, crash into the planet. And if that didn't work, um, they claim that we are constantly traveling upward, which is their explanation of gravity. So eventually we would inevitably crash into the sun and the moon. So their theory is kind of like, um, you, have you ever been on that uh, like carnival ride? I think it's called Zero Gravity, and like oh, you stand, yeah, yeah. It, like it's like a, you stand against the wall, and like you're not seat belted in or anything. It just spins really fast, right? And it just like kind of suctions you against the wall because of how fast it's going. So that's kind of what they're saying. We're going. We're traveling so fast upward that, like, it just pulls all of us towards the ground and keeps us grounded. I mean, that could be, but that actually sounds like they're... what is happening as a circle globe. Right. You know what I, I mean? think, <laughs> I mean, kind of, I mean, I don't think it's because we're moving so fast that gravity is a thing. I think it has to do with, like, the magnetic pull of the Earth itself. Right, yeah, like, yeah. even if the Earth wasn't moving as fast as it is, I feel like there would still be some kind of gravity pulling us onto the right. Earth. Maybe it wouldn't be as strong because... I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I say that every episode at least once. Yeah, no, me neither. And I also <laughs> really don't know that much about, you know, like piloting an aircraft. So <laughs> it's hard for me <laughs> to explain um, like flight patterns, but I kind of understand what they're saying. Um, <laughs> there was, I think I told this story before, but there was that one time Hannah was dating that kid who's a pilot. And um, one time we were coming home from like Virginia and I was like, hey, so this is going to be long-winded, but can you tell me how planes work? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And he explained it to me in like the simplest terms. And like, it still doesn't make sense to me how something so big and heavy and full of people and metal can get its ass off the ground and be airborne for the amount of time that it is. Like, right. it, just, it still doesn't really make any sense to me. It is crazy. And um, while you're on it, it doesn't feel like it's gliding through the air like a fucking, like, hang glider, you know? It right. Just, it's so, it feels so heavy. I don't know. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. It's mad. It's magic, is what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Um, that's, no, that's okay. Um, I'm pretty much done with all of my facts uh, and figures, but I do have some final <laughs> thoughts. Okay. Um, I have a couple bullets here. So, Flat Earth would require decades of lies from governments worldwide, as well as scientists, educators, pilots, military personnel, and cartographers. That's too many people. We yeah. can't keep a secret. I mean, that's There's like no half way. the planet. Um, we also have hundreds of inter- international satellites and mapping and GPS equipment order- orbiting our round Earth that can calculate distances and curvature to the centimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, if and when the government oh this one is really scary if and when the government stops funding scientific study as they already have with the CDC reporting COVID cases these anti-science messages can become much more dangerous the quote war on science causes anti-vaxxers as well as things like creationism being taught in schools instead of evolution right if you're gonna teach creationism you should do it in like a religions class a Sunday or, school class yes right not a science class not a fucking public school like right. ridiculous like I don't know like when I didn't take this class but Hannah did she she took like a ancient religions or mythology class and they did talk about she she actually read the bible like in class and like when the teacher would talk about it um it was Mrs. Appleby <laughs> of course yeah when she would talk about it um she would refer to it as um, Christian mythology, not like it was mythology. It's not real. It's a legend. It's a myth. It's something that random people made up. There's no scientific evidence behind it. Like, yeah, maybe Jesus was a real person, but 
he probably didn't do all the magical things that he that is written about you know and honestly maybe some of it's fucking symbolic like maybe when they say he turned water into wine maybe he taught people how to make wine you know right instead of and so like he took he took this liquid and ended up with a different liquid right he he watered down some old grapes right he he didn't like actually have a cup of water and magic his fucking hand around it and suddenly it turned into wine like maybe it was right i mean everything is translated differently and shit gets lost over time and i don't know it's just interesting um hey i also have a question um did you come across any like scientists or anybody who like ended up believing the flat earth theory so there was this one physicist i don't remember his name but he was in the movie the um the documentary that the on netflix we were talking about yes yeah um he actually got like a lot of shit from it and now he said he like really struggles to find like jobs because of his beliefs right um i that makes sense right (laughs) and i want to say he was like a professor and uh, when he, he was like, you know, I was always like a very skeptical person. Like, God, I wish I could remember his name. I didn't even write it down. I just like kind of remember briefly reading about mm-hmm. it. And I remember seeing him in that documentary. But uh, yeah, he was like an actual physicist. And he was like, you know, I've always grown up like questioning everything. And, you know, this was just something that like really caught my attention. And I don't know. I I feel like he's really one of the only like reputable, you know, scientists that have been converted. Yeah. <laughs> Cause most of the scientists in that documentary are just like, um, okay. They kind of just like mm-hmm. laugh it off. But in one of the, like, there's like a scientific convention that they go to and they're like, look, we can laugh at these people, but in all honesty, like people really truly believe this and it's almost like a cult. Like it truly is. And you know, like just be they were like instead of laughing at them we need to try to educate them and you know kind of like by just like blowing them off and being like it's not worth my time whatever we just need to be better at our jobs and explaining like why these things are untrue instead of getting frustrated and just like annoyed at the fact that like this is so ridiculous (laughs) right and it's true it's i'm sure as a scientist it's easy to be like what the fuck but like honestly they're the only ones that can really technically prove it like i can't tell i don't know the fucking physics of the sphere of the earth like (laughs) i'm i am not that intelligent so i mean i just i don't know Maybe because I don't understand it, I, I should start looking into the flat earth. <laughs> I just, I've, I've looked into shit, like, scientific stuff, and, like, sometimes, sometimes it makes sense. I feel like I need to watch, like, videos made for children because <laughs> right. I, I don't understand physics or, like, these weird, crazy terms. I don't know. Megan, what are you doing back there? She's, <laughs> oh, she found a bug. She's chasing. Please uh, don't knock that lamp over. Cat found one this morning. I was very pleased with her. She, I mean, so cute. She won't really do anything to it, but you know, right. she pretends. Well, if you hear a crash, it's my lamp. Um, okay, so let's see. I have a couple things that I wanted to touch on that are kind of related, but not not a hundred percent. Lay it on me, flat Earth. Um, let me start. Let me start by saying. Um, we used to have a trampoline at mom and dad's house and oftentimes we would lay out on it and just like look up at the sky and look at the stars, especially when it was not cloudy. It's so gorgeous out there. You can see every star in the sky. It's beautiful. Um, so, you know, doing that, I get all soul searchy. I start thinking about my place in the universe and the same thing would happen when I was in my, um, astronomy class. Um, which was in one of those, what do they call those? It had, it was like the big dome and they can turn the lights off and like project. Like a planetarium? Kind of? Yes, it was a planetarium. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, it was gorgeous. And we didn't use it very often. Like most of the time it was just lectures, but there were a couple times we used it and like, I would just get so soul searchy. Anyway. Okay. So have you heard of the term like retrograde? Like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, and that's yes. why everyone's losing their shit right now. Caroline um, is a true believer. I mean, as a witch, I am also a believer, and like <laughs> the moon phases affect our shit, and you know the planets and the stars, and depending on how everything's working, this all affects everything too. But do you know what retrograde actually means? I guess not. Not really. 
Tell me. Okay. So retrograde is when a particular planet looks, it appears as though it is going backwards, but it's not. So all of the planets are moving in the same direction. We're all orbiting around the sun in the same direction, but at different speeds and different distances because some planets are closer to the sun, some are further away. We all, we each have our own little orbit. Right. So, so like when we get ahead of one, right? It looks like okay. It looks like the other one is going backwards. So that's what retrograde actually means. Interesting. Um, If you if you look up like a video that explains how retrograde works, they can it shows you quite clearly. It it doesn't look like it's going backwards per se, but it it makes like a loop de loop. Like it's going in the right direction, and then it makes a loop. And then it keeps going in the same direction that makes another loop. So yeah, sure. every I think it's every four months Mercury goes retrograde. Okay, that makes sense because it's like my very educated mother. So my is Mercury. That's the first one. So that makes like the shortest rotation around right. the sun. So it yeah. probably only takes like a couple months. Like you said, like three months to circle yeah, I the think, sun. So I think it's three or four. Yeah. It would make sense that we pass it like a couple mm-hmm. times a year. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, so that's what retrograde means. Um, I just thought that was an important point to know. Like, if you look up, like, things about retrograde just on the internet, most of it will come up as, like, witchy astrology shit. Like, oh, well, it, it, when Mercury is in retrograde, this is how you're going to be feeling. And it's like, okay, but what does retrograde actually mean? Well, that's what it means. Is when well, and how does it affect appears, our mood, though? Um, well, you know how, like, the moon affects the tides and shit? Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with like gravitational pull. Okay. So I think maybe something similar with, you know, how the planets move and shit. I mean, it's all, it's all witchcraft. So. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm just like not in tune enough with like the earth or my emotions to really <laughs> notice um, that. And I'm not really like keeping track of when it's in retrograde. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that's, I just thought that was interesting an interesting point like a lot of people say it but they don't really know what retrograde means so that's what that is um the other thing I wanted to talk about was um the different projections of maps um so the map that we learned here in the United States in school is called the Mercator map or the Mercator projection so you know I watched this video of this guy and he had like it was like a beach ball but it was the map like the globe the earth right so it was beach ball and he was like, I'm going to try to cut this up and make it flat. So we like cut it open and he was like stretching it and trying to flatten it out. But since it's spherical, it's really hard to make it flat without distorting right. everything. So the Mercator map is kind of a lie. Um, so if you look at it, Africa, the whole continent of Africa appears to be about the same size as the country of Greenland. Which, if you look at a globe, is completely untrue. Greenland is about, like, I want to say it was like 1 14th the size of Africa. Wow. But on the Mercator map, it, they appear to be the same. Also, Alaska, which is huge, right. appears to be the same size as, like, Central America. Which is, Why? like... Why? Why do you think Right, I don't know. Um, the reason... Well, the reason why this guy, Mercator, he's the one who first drew the map this way the reason why he was commissioned to make it look like this is because the pope wanted to have the map um reflect the spread of christianity so basically like uh white conquistadors um (laughs) right right so um you know europe and north america are very large they're almost they're they're very uh it's they call it eurocentric it's a eurocentric map so like the white countries are more in the center of the map and if you look at the mercator map the equator runs through like iowa which would make iowa have a fucking tropical climate right that is clearly not true if you look at the globe the equator runs through like central america and africa which is a tropical climate so Clearly, this map is distorted and untrue. So if you look at a different projection called the Gall-Peters projection, the continents appear to be stretched and, like, they're real funky looking. And, like, if you look at a globe, they're not quite that shape. 
but the size proportions are more accurate. So like Africa is very long and then Greenland is very small and it's more of a, the size representation is more accurate than if you look at this other map where like the shapes stay the same, but the sizes aren't quite right. So like, where do they use this ladder map? The golf Peters map? Yeah. Um, Nowhere. Really? So even um, even in like like Asian like Asian countries or like South America or like I I know that if you look at like maps that they teach in other countries, sometimes different countries are on the left versus the right. Yes, I was gonna say that because I think like because like according to us, we read left to right, so it's like it would be like our country would be on the left, and you know what I mean. But at the same time, they call like Asian countries like far east countries, and we are the Western world. You know what I mean? Right. So, but if you if you look at a globe i mean if you just keep going east you'll right, end exactly. up where you currently are <laughs> yeah. exactly so like does the i mean like okay <laughs> also we, we also need to remember that the earth isn't completely a perfect sphere it's not a basketball it's slightly ovular mm-hmm. and it's also tilted yes so we need to remember that too so it's is it's a fucking disaster and as a non-scientist this fuck fuck me up really bad and everything I was taught in school is a lie. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought that this was also important to know. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, like I said, question everything. Take everything with a grain of salt, even science. Um, and just the fact that flat earthers can't agree on any single one thing other than the earth is flat kind of proves to me that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Whereas, like, scientists, they can all agree on a lot of things (laughs) exactly it's kind of like the government how our government cannot manage to agree on one single thing so it's like okay well i mean obviously this is a disaster um (laughs) but i feel like the scientific community is all coming together being like yeah covid's bad (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) they all have one central message whereas like you know they talk about like campaign messages and it's like if you don't have like one central message to tell the people that is like appealing to like the masses you you don't have a good campaign and i feel like they don't have a good central message other than we all agree the earth is flat other than that we don't know if there's a space we don't know if it's a simulation we don't know if there's a moon or a sun or if they're just a projection like i mean yeah the fact that they can't agree on like anything specific and when anyone questions them their responses are always very vague they don't really have a ton of like you know i i mean i guess blame it on fucking funding but it's also like if people don't believe in your you know like hypothesis enough to invest money in it maybe it's something that's not very investable like (laughs) Mm -hmm. i could agree with that yes i feel like i learned a lot um (laughs) yeah me too good i'm so glad (laughs) yeah this the world we live in oh i also saw something um there was like a flat earth facebook page or something and it said something about how like we have believers all around the globe and someone commented and was like, read that sentence again. <laughs> Maybe you might want to change one of them words. <laughs> oh, my God. These people. I know. Um, so I'm really excited about next week's episode. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Um, I think next week is our 20th episode. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. We're going to talk about. Um, where do you want to start? We're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. And Wayfair and child sex trafficking. I thought we were doing Britney Spears. Oh, shit. <laughs> her, the thing is, her court case was supposed to be on Tuesday, um, but they postponed it because of COVID. Should we wait then? Or should do you want to do Britney No, next they're week? postponing it till next July, like oh, a year Jesus. from Yeah, so... I mean, it's it's up to you because I feel like the child sex trafficking is going to be another two parter. Okay. Um, so I mean, it's up to you if you because I feel like that'll be two weeks then, so we won't be right. doing Brittany until like maybe almost September. Let's think. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do I definitely nation will be out yeah. about Brittany by then? Well, I definitely I I do want to get to this whole child sex trafficking pedophile island these rich billionaire evil people buying and selling children for sex it's so fucked up and it pisses me off and it shouldn't be allowed and people are just letting it happen and a lot of people don't even believe that it is a thing 
and it's clearly happening pedophiles exist it's that's a fact um it need we need to talk about it eventually but it is such a deep dive and it is maybe okay all right how about for (laughs) our 20th episode spectacular (laughs) we will talk about britney spears britney bitch it's britney bitch so her her whole thing is that her her dad is controlling her entire life and her finances and keeping her under his thumb even as a fucking adult she can't leave her house she can't buy her own shit she can't she just she's just a dancing monkey and I mean, making he him was in money. control of her, but then he got sick, and now it's kind of like her manager is in charge. We don't really know. We'll we get could also it. we could also bring like a few other artists into this too, like fucking Kesha. Yeah, Kesha and um, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think I think that's it's important to. I mean, like we can. A lot of people say like, oh, well, you know, tabloids and celebrities and shit, it's all there to just distract us from the real issues in the world. But it's like, can you imagine living the way that Britney Spears is living where like, yeah, she's rich and famous, but she doesn't have control of any of her own money. She doesn't have control of her life. She's she not allowed. She cry, cry, cries <laughs> in the lonely dark thinking. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. That was beautiful. Right. So she, she's controlled in every aspect of her life. And she doesn't have any freedoms. And it's it's like, is it even worth being rich or famous if right. that's especially, how your life is going to be? Especially, I feel like, for child celebrities. Yeah. I feel like they're easily taken advantage of. And, yep. you know, I so, feel like, too, it really, you know, changes the way that you grow up. Like, the person that you are as a child, like, really affects, like, mm-hmm. you know, the way that you, <laughs> the oh, way yeah. you end up as an adult. My so therapist I, always says that we spend our entire adult lives trying to recover from our childhood traumas, which is entirely true. Like that's very interesting. I mean, regardless of how bad quote quote unquote bad your traumas were as a child. My worst trauma was like acne. (laughs) You had really bad acne growing up there. I'm not going to lie. It was rough. It was really bad. So that was, (laughs) that was scarring, you know, emotionally and physically. (laughs) Uh It was, it definitely was. You were bullied in middle school. I remember that. It was rough. Yeah, I mean, it was shitty, but I also and then feel you turned like into I've... like a hot vampire when you were in high school. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, girl." Oh my God. Yeah. It was a mess. So, okay, though. You live and you learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, we'll do Brittany next week, and then for our fancy twentieth episode, and then we'll we'll take a deep dive into different areas of the wealthy elite trafficking children for sex and money. Alrighty. Well, that sounds excellent. I can't wait to look into it. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to scream. Well, let's start lot. with Brittany. You may yeah. scream okay. a lot about that All too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. Well, anyway, I think this has been a good episode. Mm-hmm. I think uh I think it was pretty informational. <laughs> I learned good. a lot. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess we can sign off. Okay. <laughs>